Welcome back to the TSR Hockey Warm-Up Show. It's Merrimack at Vermont for the first of two games this weekend here at Gardison Fieldhouse in Burlington, Vermont. Joining us is the head coach of Vermont, it's Kevin Snedden. And first of all, uh, Kevin, we're here at Gardison Fieldhouse. This place, this place is going to look very different in uh, just a couple of years. Very exciting. You guys are going to do an awful lot of work inside the rink. Tell us what's going to happen. Well, we're thrilled. I mean, obviously, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we've been talking about this for 16 years, my entire time here. And it wasn't until a year ago that uh, our relatively new athletic director, Jeff Shulman, really presented the idea of, of keeping hockey as hockey and basketball as basketball and renovating you know, our historic building, which has such a great game, game night atmosphere. But the whole concept behind it is to improve uh, you know, the donor space uh, with a, an amazing uh, lounge area and kind of box seating um, that will provide you know those folks uh, a great uh, a great room for for them to enjoy the game and in between periods um, seating you know we're on bench seats right now for a lot of the rink and, and everybody will have their own seat and it will be much more comfortable for our fans new scoreboard those kind of things and then most importantly from our standpoint is is what we have downstairs and that'll be uh, you know a locker room that's twice as big uh, a lounge that's more than triple in size, um, you know, a, a theater, all the all the bells and whistles, as you would say, uh, which will help in recruiting. It'll help with our student athletes in terms of their day to day here, and then just the whole the whole facility itself is going to get a major uh, a major upgrade. You know, so they're it's kind of one stop shopping when they come to the athletic campus or the athletic facilities. You know, there's going to be everything they need here: place to study, place to eat. Um, Right now, we don't have that, and it's uh, we kind of ask our student athletes to do a lot. They're running around all over the place, going to class and back here multiple times a day, and it's um, I, I just it's much needed. And certainly, we're very um, very pleased and happy and, and appreciative of all the donations that have come in. What's the time frame like for it, and uh, will it affect your ability to use the rink while while the uh construction is in progress a great question it's amazing what they can do nowadays i actually played in this building uh back in 89 when they were renovating uh, i was playing for harvard and there was just a tarp on the side of the building so this this that where we're sitting right now was the addition and up right up to the to the stands was just a tarp in the middle of winter and i remember bill cleary our coach at the time was saying they're trying to freeze us out (laughs) um but nowadays, it's, it, the construction is so much different. Um, we will be displaced in terms of offices, locker room, um, athletic medicine, all those things for, uh, for a year. Okay. Um, it won't impact anything on the ice. We'll be able to have ice in the summer for our uh, summer uh, school and training. Um, and then the following year, um, you know, the, the, new, the new building, the renovated part, will be ready to go. So 2020 is when we, we will be fully complete and ready to go. Well, let, let, let's talk some hockey here. It's uh, kind of strange now with the new scheduling. We're two-thirds or three-quarters of the way into the season before we have a chance to see you. Uh, uh, tell us how your season's gone to, to this point and how you assess your team. It's kind of been a tale of, uh, of two schedules for us, really. I mean, we um, non-conference, I think we were one of the best teams in Hockey East. We, we are 7-3 and three and could have easily have been, uh, or not, maybe not easily, but should have been uh, probably more like 8-1-1. One, and one. Uh, losing a couple late games, but um, in league it's been a struggle. Uh, I can't put my finger on it. We've lost a lot of uh, one-goal games, uh, overtime games, one-goal games. Um, our team uh, team battles through it. They come to work every day, but it just the results in league have been certainly disappointing. Uh, that being said, there's 24 points out there on the on the board for us to go after, and 
I think our group is hungry to try to try to get as many of those as we can and try to make a push for the playoffs. Yeah, you come off of a couple of close games against UMass Lowell last weekend. Uh, the Friday game, a high-scoring game. Saturday was not, but uh, you know, in either case, two close losses. Yeah, it was a very strange game. I said to Norm, you know, we, we, as we come together after the game and shake hands, uh, I said, "Did you see that one coming?" I mean, all our games have, have typically been no no more than three or four goals, and uh, always a one-goal game. Well, we just didn't expect it to be a one-goal, you know, six-five contest. Uh, their goaltender, Hernberg, was uh, on fire going into the game. Steph Lekas been one of the best goalies in the country, and they both just had an off night. So it was disappointing. I thought we showed a lot of resolve. Like we got down uh, a number of times and always came back in that game. They just happened to score the last one. Next night, I didn't think we played well at all in the first period. They kind of stepped on us, got the two-goal lead, and that's how it stayed. We, we certainly played much better in the second and third and had our chances, but just, uh, just couldn't put one by uh, Wall. We mentioned Stefanos Lekas off to a great start again this year, having a terrific season. You know, one of the top goaltenders in the league, if not the top goaltender. Uh, you know, what's been working for him? I mean, he's been solid throughout his career, but uh, tell us how he's looked this year. You know, he's been excellent. He's been consistent. I think the the one Lowell game was probably the one where I said, you know, he just wasn't on his game as much as he had been. Um, but uh, I think he's just changed his mental approach. Uh, he's always been excellent for us, but he gets ra- he was getting rattled last year, whether it was a um, you know, whether he got bumped and the referees didn't make a call or he didn't like something, um, he would get very emotional and it would kind of take him off his game. This year, um, he's dramatically decreased that. And certainly still some fire in the belly at times, but he's, he's dramatically decreased that. So his focus is as sharp as I've ever seen him as a junior. And that's what you want. You want to see your guys mature as they go, and he certainly has. Well, Kevin, your uh, your penalty kill has been outstanding. You're 14th in the country, particularly at home. I think you've only given up two uh, power play goals here at home. What's been the key to that unit's success? Just that. They're playing as a unit. Um, it obviously starts with uh, the fifth penalty killer, and that's your goaltender. Uh, he reads plays very well. He studies um, power plays, tendencies. I mean, we present him to the team, but he, he sits there and watches even more. Um, so he kind of can, can really get, and I guess, but... Uh, anticipate where shots are going to come from and he works on it during the week okay I know I'm going to see shots from from these areas and he's, he's very diligent in his approach to that uh, willingness to block shots uh, aggressive at the right times not not uh, not overly aggressive when we when we don't need to be has just kind of been a recipe for us um, yeah, I think we were number two in the country so and uh, then we played UMass and uh, and that uh, that power is pretty pretty special with yeah. Kel McCarr and, and company on there, so they uh, they picked us apart a little bit. A couple fluky goals, but a couple real nice goals. That, They're taking uh, everybody apart. That's what I mean. I didn't. I didn't. I kind of threw that one out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that's been a bright spot for us, and and our team defense has been pretty good um, overall. It's just been tough to score. All right. So tonight's the first of two against Merrimack. Uh, what, what would be one one or two of the keys to, to the game tonight for your club? I, I think our, you know, I, I talked to our guys about just our, our overall compete level, not from a work ethic standpoint, but from a physical standpoint. Like we're just not, uh, we're not finishing checks enough, and, and we're, we're not a team that is going to blow guy. You know, we're not going to blow guys up with big hits, but um, we have to put our energy on teams and try to wear them down a little more than we have as of late. Uh, when we do it, we're very effective. When we don't. Uh, we give teams a lot of speed coming at us. So, um, you know, Merrimack's a hard-working, uh, you know, as blue-collar team like like we're trying to be, and our, our guys have to be prepared for that. Well, it should be a good one. Usually is when these two, these two teams get together. I'm sure you guys are glad to be back home as well. Uh, should be a good game tonight. Uh, look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Best of luck tonight, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Sounds great, guys. Good seeing you.
All right, that's Kevin Snedden, head coach of the Vermont Catamounts. We'll be back with more after this. John Leahy will have his interview with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Scott Bork, right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.